Crazy Podcast. I'm Jenna. And I'm Tati. And we're here to share all of our crazy thoughts about the crazy things in this crazy world. All right. So what did you do last Friday? Last Friday, I went on a motherfucking date. <laughs> what? Can you believe it? A date. Like my first date in almost a year. And my first date ever during the pandemic, which was weird as fuck. Oh my God. So scale of one to 10, how attracted were you to him? Oh, I was actually a lot more attracted to him than I was on the app that I met him on. Um, I would say he was like, like seven and a half, eight. He was pretty cute. He was really like, I liked his style and everything. So. Uh, yeah. But yeah. then personality to take it down to like a five. Um, I wouldn't say that. Like our conversation was kind of decent. He was good conversationalist. Um, he called our waiter by name. So he was like, hi, Veronica, how are you? Like he always addressed her by name. So I did like that. Um, but I did feel like I'm like, I try my hardest to be a very optimistic and positive person, but I'm also a realist. Like I am also, I'm somebody who is like, I'm not feeling myself right now. Or like, I know I need to work on some shit. I'm going through something weird. And so like, we were kind of talking about me and this is no secret. Everybody who knows me knows I do not like Vegas. I never have. I don't like living here. Maybe to a lot of people here in this conversation for the first time, they might think I'm being really negative, but it's just what it is for me. And he just moved here a year ago and he loves it. He says he loves it more every day. I'm like, why? But what? If? And so I feel like our conversation kind of turned at that point because he made it seem like he thought I was being like just super negative. And I even told him, I said, yo, since the day we moved here, like some hella crazy shit went down. So it is what it is. And so, yeah, so it was fine. The ending was a bit weird. We were already out and I was like, do you want to go play arcade basketball? And he was like, nah. (laughs) And like kind of chuckled and then this like weird like sound and with no explanation. And it was hella awkward. We had this weird, awkward ass pandemic hug that shouldn't have happened, but it just did because you're kind of used to like who you used to be before pandemic. And then we just went our separate ways and it just felt weird. Like I was walking away and I was like, I just like got rejected, but it's okay because I'm not like hella crazy about it. Whatever. It's stupid. So yeah, that was my date. And how was your, actually you've been on two, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What is, what's wrong with us? How did, who are we? How did are you happen? guys listening? Like this is crazy, right? Like we are so anti-dating everything, but you, you're hearing, we've both been on dates this week. What the yeah, fuck? It's like, oh, what, what happened? I know weren't, what happened to dating during a pandemic is absolutely a no-go for us. Um, to answer that, my own question, you know, it's 2021 and we needed to get out of our house. And I think that, <clears throat> I think I did mention in our episode that I had been coming around a little bit to like a social distancing date, but I wasn't quite there yet. I think January, I'm finally like, okay, I'm, I'm there, sort of. Um, but yeah, I've been on two. I actually went on one today. And it was, it was very, I've told you this before, it was very average. Like, if you can think of the most average date in the world, that's what it was. It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. It was average. And so I, I was like, I don't know, like, I'm not that interested, but I'm also like, I wouldn't be like against seeing you again. Like, I don't know. I dating is really weird these days. It's like, we basically just went to go get coffee and walked along, um, Jack London. 
and just sat there. It was a really nice day. Oh, it was cool. like, See, I wish I could have done something like that. Like for me, I wish Vegas was more of like an outdoor friendly place. Yeah. Um, the weather's nice enough to be right now, but it's just not like that. So uh, we went to a restaurant, actually one of my favorites, Yard House. And we've gone there. We've yes, had we have gone there after times. life is beautiful. And we have <laughs> lots of drunk boy conversation, much like this we have on this podcast. Yeah, yeah we have this at Yard. We basically have, have had the podcast at, at Yard, Yard House. House. Yeah, at Yard but, House. Um, <laughs> yeah, so for me, I just felt like everything was like sensory overload. Like it looks like this is only like the third time I've ever, I've been out since March to a restaurant. Like I haven't done anything like that. So it, it was just all hella weird for me. I was like in front of a stranger. We were talking, we didn't have our masks on because we were eating and drinking. So you're just not going to do that. The menus are all different because they're all like pandemic prepped. And uh, it just was just so much going on. Like I just felt like really uncomfortable and it wasn't him who made me really feel like that or it wasn't a date uncomfortable like it was fine but it just felt so weird for me to be on a date during the pandemic like it was yeah I was just like looking around at everything and like my eye contact hella sucked and I was like looking at the menu and looking at the tv and like looking at all the people around with like no masks and stuff and it was just like too much I wish we would have got coffee and like went on a hike or walked but yeah it's funny of the two dates that I went on um I asked both of them, I'm like, what the hell is there to do? And they both said, not much. And I'm like, well, coffee? And they're like, yeah, that sounds fine. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's go get coffee. Well, and I feel like it's different because in Vegas, like everything's pretty much open. It's just like restrictions. And it, I think you guys are still pretty much on a lockdown out there, right? Yeah, it's yeah. pretty, it's like, yeah, there's nothing open, which makes dating really hard. I mean, it's, it's hard in general for us, but like pandemic dating is a whole nother level. Like, yeah, I, I'm not, a, obviously I knew I wasn't going to be a fan, but I'm really not a motherfucking fan. Yeah, I don't, I don't like dating in general, but um, part of why we were able to go on dates is not because we actually meet people. It's because we downloaded apps. <laughs> we did. We went on these bastards yet again. Yeah, we went back on apps. Um, and we are kind of doing a little bit of a research project uh, that for an episode to be determined of when it's coming. Uh, it's probably like a couple weeks from now, not 100% sure when, but we are doing a research project that involves dating apps yes plural dating apps um but we want about it just just saying that it just makes me feel nauseous <laughs> it does because, because we've we've downloaded all the dating apps on january 1st and we said we have to go into it with an open mind super just like unbiased like don't be shallow <laughs> don't be shallow we wanted us to be like like you know like positive about it not hella negative and stuff like that um and we said we were going to give ourselves exactly one month. So on February 1st at midnight, we are able to delete them. So <laughs> I know we just said we're not supposed to be negative, but I'm like looking forward to deleting that shit. Like yeah. for, I'm so looking forward to deleting the bitches. But we, I am too. It's, oh my God. Well, it, it's, it's been a journey, but we're not done yet. We still have a couple more weeks to go, um, but we are halfway through. And um, since we are halfway through, you guys heard that we've actually gone on dates. Um, but majority of the time we've just been talking shit about all of our dating apps experiences. And we want to talk about one of them. One of the dating apps we downloaded is OkCupid. Um, I've actually never been on this app before. 
I, this is the first time I've ever done it. So I had no idea how it worked. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Tati, what you probably have more to say about it. So what is it about OkCupid that drives you crazy? Okay. So let me just start off by saying, I actually really like the setup of OkCupid. I also have never been on here. This is my first time ever, but I think the setup is pretty cool because you basically answer like a series of questions You can leave like a paragraph bio about yourself if you want to. If not, that's fine because there's these little prompt questions that you can answer kind of like hinge. So I like those better. And, um, and then basically when you, when you see who likes you or you go to like search other profiles, there is a compatibility percentage based on the questions you've answered. So I I actually really like that because I do find that to be pretty interactive. And I mean, maybe you guys won't like the way each other looks, but hey, at least, you know, like personality wise, you'll probably be on the same page. So I do like the setup. What drives me fucking insane about this app, though, is they try to make your ass pay to see your likes. Like, come on, come on. Like, I literally the last time I checked, I had twelve hundred and nineteen likes. And I couldn't see them. And the only reason why I knew the how many likes I had is because once you go and press your intros, it'll be like some so-and-so just liked you. You'll sometimes you'll get like a notification banner on the top and it'll be in black and yellow. Oh yeah, and, I've got that. Yeah. <laughs> and so the last time I seen that on mine, it said pretty sure it said 1219. I'm like, hold up. Y'all don't even want to give us like a trial, like a week trial. Actually, just give me a three day trial. So I can see who all these people like me because the only way you can see who likes you. And this leads into the second thing that drives me crazy is if they go and message you when they like you. And that is what you call an intro. So like right now, Jenna and I can only see who liked us and messaged us. And let me tell y'all right now, those motherfucking intros are atrocious. They are so horrendous. Like the way people try to get at us, like these one-liners and these weird ass, awkward ass people with these creepy ass pictures. Like it's just, I have not matched with one person on OkCupid. It's pretty bad. It's also like a source of comedy for Tati and I. Oh my gosh. That's what we do is screenshot and send each other stuff. Like it's hilarious what we're seeing. Because this is the only app that really allows you to do that. All the, oh, I guess Hinge kind of does too. But Hinge is what? Where guys can like, they leave a comment on a. On yeah, a- but see, Hinge is cool because Hinge lets you see your likes, all your likes. You just can't see them all at once. And the only time that's kind of sucky is when you're kind of unsure about this person and you're like, maybe I'll come back to them later. You can't come back to the profile later. You have to make like, you have to make the decision right then and there. So that's the only, uh, I would say that's the only like downfall hinge. But if you pay for the premium, you you can see everybody at once. I ain't paying for shit. I, I ain't paying for no dating app. I'm not paying to no. find my fucking husband. That's not happening. Hell no. Um, I shouldn't have to pay. Come on. Love is free, right? It's supposed to be free. You shouldn't have to pay for it. Is that something that people say? I don't know. I'm not. I don't. It should be. Not in love. It sounds good enough. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like something people say. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've, we've received all these intros that Tati has mentioned, and you know what? We've, we have a greatest hits compilation, and we'd love to just kind of go through some of them, um, so you guys can feel some of our pain that we've been going through. Because Tati's right, we downloaded everything on January first. It is now January nineteenth. So these are all the intros, not all of them, but these are intros that we received for the first 19 days of January. So we just kind of wanted to go through them so you guys can hear um, what our pain is like um, with some of these guys. Oh, man. Some of mine are really bad. Um, 
But let's start with this first one. This guy, the only way I could describe him is he looks like Walter White from Breaking Bad. He literally looks like Heisenberg. If you've ever watched the show Breaking Bad, this is what this guy looks like. His name is G-Man. And he says to me, your smile is endearing. How is love in the time of SARS-CoV-2 treating you? Be safe, be safe and healthy. And Honestly, that's fine if you didn't look like a fucking, like, moron, like, trying to be Heisenberg. Like, I can't, it's like the intro and the picture have to go together. Like, it's just, I I can't go for an intro like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's fine if the picture wasn't bad. That's how I feel. I don't know how you feel about stuff like that. No, uh, I agree. Like, if you're going to be kind of corny or whatever, like... It wasn't corny, though. It's just his picture. No, like, I don't know. It's weird. You just have to... You just have to have a good balance of, like, game endless. Well, we've said this, like you can have a really shitty, you can have an okay intro, but if your picture, if you're hot, I'm probably going to accept you or I'm probably going to message you back. If you have an okay intro and you're ugly, I'm talking shit about you. Like that is so mean. I know I'm probably going to get karma for that, but that's how it is. Like, sorry, attractive people get far in life. (laughs) Yeah, I know it sucks, but that's just the way the world works right now. Ever, always, I don't fucking know. We're going to sound like such shallow Mm. girls, but it's okay. I know, So this guy messaged me. He's like, hey, I'm Robbie. I'm 30. Looking for a relationship with possibly you. I tend to like submissive women. No offense, just my type. I'm very funny and would make you laugh and smile every day you're with me. If you're not interested, that's fine. Have a nice day. Okay, one, don't go and already mention how you want to be in a relationship possibly with me. Like, that's just OD already. Like, we ain't even matched. You know what I mean? Like, that's stupid. And then to tell me you like submissive women, bitch, I am a alpha female, all right? I am not submissive in the slightest. So, You don't even know me like that to tell me all this information. We don't need a book, all right? We don't need anything like that. Just like, just do like a one to two sentence intro, maybe if you want to. Just don't go all out there. Like, you don't even know what the fuck I'm into, yo. Yeah, like if you you could say, hi, how are you? And I'd be like, I'm good, how are you? (laughs) But no, this is a thing. Like, is there a certain point where you appreciate guys who can be really honest and just be super upfront about things? Like, I like submiss- telling you straight up what he wants. Is that something you like? Or is it more something that you're like, I would only like it if you were attractive? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Even if he was attractive, I would not like that intro. The thing is, is that you're giving me way too much information already. We haven't even, like, chatted. And I do like upfront men. And maybe that's something you can tell me when we've exchanged phone numbers and we're talking about sex. Like, we went to the sex talk or we were on our first date. Um, or we're on the phone for the first time, that's cool. Let me know you're into submissive girls then because I'm going to let you know you talking to the wrong girl. Like, I'm not a submissive type, so. But, like, in um, bed, you want to be taken control of, though, right? Sometimes, not really. I love riding dudes. Like, I, I'm i very take charge in the bedroom. Like, I'm a fucking triple, triple fire sign. Like, I, if I've ever been submissive, it's just because the dude is hella good at the position. Like, he's good at work in the position, and it is what it is. I'm not, like... I don't play a submissive role ever. Yeah. yeah. I'm not like submissive necessarily, but I tend to like when he takes control in the bedroom. Like when it's more, you just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Like I like that type of guy. I mean, I'm, I'm 
down for a balance, but I've like loved taking control of the bed. But it kind of turns me on when a guy likes what I'm doing. So. It's very much related to what I was talking about with the guy that I went on a date earlier, where mm-hmm. whole one of my biggest pet peeves. Okay, if there if you are listening to this and you want to date me or you want to ask me out on a date, one of my biggest pet peeves that I've ever like I've I've had this pet peeve forever, and it just never gets better as I get older. If you ask me out on a date, do not ask me where do you want to go. You pick it out. You tell me where to go, and I'll meet you there. Like I fucking hate when guys do that. I'm like, just take initiative and say, oh. There's this great spot um, downtown, like, just meet me there. You know, they have really good whatever, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. But don't put it back on me and say, I don't know, where do you want to go? I'm like, motherfucker, you ask me to go on a date. So you take the initiative and tell me where to go. Like, yeah, or at, like, at the very least, be like, hey, um, not sure if you really enjoy, like, certain spots or if there's, like, a brewery that you really like. Like, let me know. If not, I'll choose it. You know what I mean? Like, at least giving you the option to, like, choose something that you want, but letting him know, like, if you don't want to pick it, I'm totally down with it. Yeah, like, oh, so, I it's so yeah. annoying. I'm like, just take charge. Like, I am super off a female too. I take charge in my own life. Like, I want someone to tell me what to do every once in a while. And when it, one of those things is figuring out where we go on a date. Like, you figure it out. All right, next intro. It's from um, this guy, weird ass face. You see? <laughs> Look, it's fucking no. weird. Why would you take it from below? Oh my God. Another thing. All these motherfuckers on these intros don't know their angles. Like, bro. Yeah. I, you know what, Jenna? You and I, since we both have some bomb-ass hinge profiles, we need to do a class called, like, Dating Profiles 101. Let us help you choose the right picture, choose the right angles, choose the right questions to answer and shit. Like, we need to do that. We would honestly make a good money. Well, one okay, so one of the one of the things is guys, mirror selfies are out. Do not do them. No, please do not do mirror selfies. Those are instantly a swipe left and X out for me because it just, just screams fuck boy or like overly confident person that should not be confident at all. Just or no insecure, like they're looking at themselves in the mirror. Yeah, or or just hella insecure for yeah, sure. No thanks. Um, okay, anyway, so this guy. Um, he says, good Saturday afternoon. How's your new weekend swimming along? I would like to get acquainted with you and spark conversations. I wouldn't put it past me that he's maybe English is maybe not his first language. Okay. That's probably not. But it's still a little bit odd. I'm like, why? Like, I don't know. He's like he's from the 1819 or something. But he also is 31 years old. He's from Santa Clara and he's our favorite name of all time. Oh God. (laughs) You know what? I hate that name so much. I'm just swiping left on people. I know. When you see it, you're like, no. I swipe left on, I swipe left on everybody named a certain name that starts with a stupid ass letter and any guy who's a motherfucking Gemini or Scorpio, y'all got to go. (laughs) You guys are gone. You guys all get swiped fucking left on. Yeah, no, this one, yeah. But this guy, though, he's taking a picture from below. Like That's horrible. 
do not do that. You have, he has a double chin. That's just, you can see the double chin and you see all the nostril hair and you probably got a little booger in there that I can spot. I spot everything. Not cute. Okay, go ahead. Your next one. Okay, mine, this motherfucker was like overly hella corny. So he was like, hello, Tatiana. I don't have a shovel, but I'm digging you. And like a 90 degree angle, you look right. What the fuck? I hope you don't leave me left on red. Bro, I'm not just leaving you left on red. I'm canceling your ass. Like, leave me alone. Like, okay, I can see if, like, you were, like, you, because he's obviously not cute either. Ish, but that's just way OD on these corny ass one lines. Like, I could see, like, one and just being like, haha, you know? But no, you can't come at a girl like that because this is the thing with the intros. Like, this is like your first impression. So based on how bad your intro is, I'm going to X you out. Like, if, if you just like us and then we connect with you or match with you, then maybe you would feel a little bit more comfortable to kind of do something a little corny. Because like, okay, well, she kind of likes what she sees already. This person don't have no idea if I'm feeling him at all or will like him. And you going to come at me with, do you have a shovel? Because I'm digging you. Like, come on. I can't. That's so stupid. It's also like, there's a, I think there's a balance between being corny and it being kind of charming and it being corny and just being corny and stupid right like sometimes if you're corny like and if you're like kind of cute it's like that that was a cute joke like kind of dig it yes but that's usually when the attraction is established right yeah yeah so no this did not work and guys if you're listening or girls if you're listening don't holla at somebody like that yeah just do us all a favor do yourself a favor and just don't do it we're okay so like we're really for interest in this thing. And I, I know it sounds like we're being super shallow and super mean, but like, honestly, if you all are on OkCupid right now, you would be seeing all of this and it, you would be thinking the same thing. Trust me. You're like, what is this? Like, oh my God, why would you think to say that to me? Or what, what, what is in your head? Like, what are you thinking? And you know what? Maybe there just isn't anything like yeah anything good so they're just like come up with a corny joke or i don't know they're trying to be cute and it's like i don't i feel like i feel like the delusion on okay cupid is like it's real like there is some true delusion on there it really is like and you know what you just said like i know it sounds like we're really shallow listen guys like what do jenna and i pride ourselves on with this podcast we're keeping it real about the bullshit I know maybe this sounds shallow or whatever. And we have, we'll like screenshot stuff and be like, yo, like I need to just not be shallow. I'm going to like this guy. Like he's not like super cute, but you know, he's all right. And we've been doing that too, but um, we're keeping it fucking real about it. This is how people really talk about dating apps. This is how it is. You screenshot shit to your friends. Everybody laughs about it in a group chat. It's this reality. If you don't want to be in a screenshot in a group chat, laughed at. Don't send people horrible intros like this with the most corniest one-liners. Like, it's horrible. Or, or line. I, 100% the preach. And I have one very good example. Um, look at this picture. I think I'm... Oh, God! This I one. remember that. Can okay. you say his stats? I just talked about the mirror. I just talked about the mirror selfie. So, one, do not do the mirror selfie, please. Because the mirror selfie is the stupidest thing a guy can do. It just, no, it doesn't, no. And then this one just looks absolutely awful. I'm like, 
You oh my God. Wearing when- leggings and he's wearing like, it's like workout clothes. And I don't, I don't know. It looks and- like cycle shorts, possibly. Like it's such a horrible, and it's like blue on blue, but the blues are different. And I just yeah. realized he's doing a kissy face. In the oh no. Well, when you sent me that, oh God, what is his issue? What is his deal? Like well, he just wants to be on embarrassment.com. Like don't do that. He he put that he's five, six, one, sorry, too short for me. And then two, he says that he's curvy. Yo, let me tell you when Jenna sent me that screenshot, I was like, this motherfucker is describing Jennifer Lopez. Like, come on. I'm not trying to date somebody who's Body type is like my celebrity female crush. Like we can't go there. I'm no. saying curvy. Okay, but hold on. His intro. Okay, get this. He says, "Good evening and happy New Year's." You define sheer beauty. How are you? Caught my mom peeking at your profile. LOL. By the way, she's visiting me. I'm a five-way mix. Can you guess my ethnicity? I will buy you ice cream if you can. Um, Bitch, I don't care to guess it. Leave me alone. That's like straight up. You know what? Now that I read that again, that feels serial killer-esque to me. It's hella. Oh, caught my mom looking at you. Get your, tell your mom stop breathing down your neck and let you be a man. That shit's scary. I'm like, what What the heck? Why would you say that? Why is that an intro? First of all, that picture, horrendous. Like, please (laughs) do not change your goddamn picture. Two, the first part of it's fine. Good evening and happy New Year's. Okay, fine. You know what? You could have ended at that. I still would have exited out, but I wouldn't be talking shit about you, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, like, you wouldn't be screen... Well, the picture would be screenshot, but not the intro. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, yeah, caught my mom peeking at your profile. Like, why do I need to know about that? Like, what? what is that? Like, that's so stupid. And then I'm a five-way mix. You know what? It doesn't matter. I like mixing no. You are not one of them. Yeah, that one um, and then he says, I will buy you ice cream if you can. I'm lactose intolerant, first of all. So I will get a really bad stomach ache if you buy me ice cream. And two, I don't want ice cream from you because you're scary as fuck. Um, but yeah, this, this is, yeah, this was like the first three days of me having this app. And I'm like, what the <laughs> I know this shit. This journey has been crazy. So my my next one is hella annoying. This fool is lame. First of all, he calls me. Let me just read it. (laughs) Tatiana pants. Really? Hold up. Tatiana pants. We ain't on no nickname basis, homie. Like, don't you dare. Okay. So Tatiana pants. It's probably best that we get to know each other. I mean, those banks aren't going to just up and rob themselves now, are they? What? Why? What is he getting? Why? I don't why? Get what the fuck is the point? Like, why? Like, don't waste. See, now, now I'm just going to angry. This, I get angry sometimes when me and Jen be talking about this shit. Don't waste my time. What the fuck kind of intro is that? And you really expect women to respond to that? Yeah. Thanks. They're not going to rob themselves? Bro, this is not Bonnie and Clyde 1933. Okay? Like, leave me alone. Well, there, that's just my answer for everybody. Leave me alone. I don't know why guys like, like they say stuff like that. Like, okay. So I'm trying to put my, myself in the shoes of a guy. Right. So like if they're attractive and usually they're attractive and most of the time they have shitty personalities. So they'll always just come with, hi, how are you? Right. So they're not going to come up with anything creative. That's fine. If they're attractive and come up with something creative, it's like, that's a match for me or for us, but that rarely happens. Right. So most of the time they're unattractive. So they're constantly having to think about how can I get creative with my intro? So I make a first impression, right? 
Um, but most of these first impressions are just like, they're not even good. Like we're just laughing at them. At, we're laughing at them, not because it made us like yeah. anything. Right. Um, and we remember them for bad reasons, you know? And it's just like, I almost feel kind of bad for guys that are not that attractive because they have to try extra hard with these intros. And a lot of them do like a lot of them fail. A lot of them get like F's, but it's just like, not, I don't know. I don't, I feel like they try so hard. Then you have a, this guy, he's a wearing Metallica shirt and he's, he straight up says to me, nice picture. I like your hair. Is it real? And why again? Why? How are you going to go and ask a girl if her hair is real? Yeah. And it's also like, how, why is that? Your, is that a creative intro? Like, is that, what is, I don't get it. Like, why would you even say that? What is the whole point? of that kind of being your your opener right like you're like that picture of your hair it doesn't even look like it like I have some pictures where it's like she definitely has to have extensions on your picture looked nothing like that yeah I don't I don't even know what where that question even came from that was again I think it's funny is it I think it's all related to this idea that they're trying to get creative with their intros and they all just fall flat like they're just not good at all and I think most people I I don't know maybe most most people aren't as judgy as we are Okay, so this guy, this is really short and stupid, but he's like, hi, I totally take you to the movies, but I don't know if you're allowed to laugh my ass off. Wait, if you're allowed to? Yes, if you're allowed to. Bro, I'm 33. Why would I not be allowed to? What the fuck is that? Isn't that weird? Like, what is what? What's up with these things? I don't understand the, I don't understand the intro. I don't either. When I read that, I was like, what? X? No, you're giving me a headache already. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I think I know the answer to this, but like, in your opinion, what would a good OkCupid intro be and what would it take for you to accept an intro? Well, first and foremost, this is a dating app. You're basically window shopping, right? So you have to somewhat be attracted to people. So I'm going to first need you to be like at the very lowest, like a six. And when I say six, your intro and our common interest and our fucking compatibility percentage better be a 98 if you were sick. So you need to be like kind of funny or kind of charming. So like, I think something like that, like a common interest, like these dating apps make it so easy to like, um, you kind of like piggyback on something somebody says or something somebody mentions. So like, if if you see that I was at the, at the Eiffel Tower in my main picture, you could be like, oh my gosh, I went to Paris for the first time last year. What's, what was your favorite thing about it? Something so simple like that, you know? Yeah, it's sad. What about you? What do you think? What's your ideal intro? So I received an intro I thought wasn't that bad, but the picture, I was like, no. I, but I thought it was a creative, it was a creative intro. He says, hey there, might I interest you in any of the following? One, a terrible pickup line. Two, a fun animal fact. Three, your own RPG adventure or for a dad joke. And if he was like, like a, like an eight, I would probably be like, you're, you're interesting. <laughs> you're creative. You, you're not just on here for fuck, you know, just to yeah, yeah. Come around. You're on here. Like you're actually interested. So that would have got me, but he's like, this guy's like a three. So I'm all, nah, I'm sorry. That was a good try, but no. So I do like that intro was cool. That was I would have been intrigued, but 
if there's absolutely zero attraction there, again, that intro is just not going to work. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that exactly. So it, it sucks because a lot of, we're just judging a lot of it based on the pictures. Um, but you know what? I've realized that I am hella shallow <laughs> because even if I have like a good conversation with the guy, sometimes I'm like, but I'm not that attracted to you. Like, I know, I know. And it's like, sometimes I feel really bad because um, on Hinge, I don't really get like horrible messages to like a picture or like a prompt. And sometimes guys say really nice things. And I'm like, I wish there was a feature where I could at least say thank you, but not match with you. But you have to match with them in order to say thank you. And I wish I could just be like, thanks. That was a nice compliment. But then again, then you do that. Then you do that. And then they're like, oh, you want to suck my dick? You know, like it's like, <laughs> you can't just be nice. Okay. I don't get this one. Maybe you get it. Maybe it's just something I don't know. But he goes, you ever wonder how the boat was invented thousands of years before someone thought, hey, why don't we try going that way? Humans. Am I right? Why? <laughs> I can't. Like, I read these things at all times of the day. Sometimes I'm taking a shit. I'll read it. Sometimes I'm laying in bed. I'll read it. Sometimes I'm at a stoplight and I read it. And I'm just like, I I can't. I don't understand the thought process of 99% of these people. I don't get it. What is he... I don't know what he was getting at. You know, okay. The other thing about these intros is I'm all, I'm, I'm like thinking if you wouldn't bring this up in like regular conversation, why would you bring it up in an intro? Like the intro should also like show a little bit of your personality, right? So if that is his personality where it's just like some random fact that doesn't even make sense, that guy's a fucking weirdo. I don't know. But yeah, this is where we're at. This is where we're at, people. Like I'm trying not to be discouraged, but when I get stuff like this, it's like, I'm just going to be single forever. Like I'm really just, we're just doomed. I'm, I'm, we're just doomed at this point. I, yeah. So you talked about it earlier about guys writing novels and why the hell do you write novels on these damn apps? But this guy did. So let me go through it. Oh, by the way, there is no punctuation in this. So I'm going to try and read it without the punctuation. That also irks my motherfucking There's literally, there's not even a comma. There's no periods. There's no exclamation. There's nothing. But let's see if I can make it through. Good morning. Happy New Year. I'm Black Greek and I'm Puerto Rican. Mix got my own place. Work as a counselor for youth and young adults and a game tester. I was curious if you were interested in getting to know each other better. I'm looking for a serious relationship with a serious, mature woman who knows what she wants and will actually take the time to know me and give me a chance to show her unforgettable experiences, show her why I'm a rare find for women and that I'm not like most guys who can actually appreciate and recognize my realness and a woman who can actually back up what she says and who wants a man of loyalty and who can except me for me who also is tired of the childish games and is ready for a real man <sighs> done yo i literally have a migraine after hearing that like that has to be copy and pasted right like you there's no way they can write that much to every girl I, that they find attractive it has to be copy and pasted there's no way but it is like it takes me but even that that's beyond the point that was just so much unnecessary yeah and it takes, it took me 10 seconds to read and 0.5 seconds to X out. Like it was, it's pointless. It's like wasting my time, like reading that entire thing. I read it just because I'm like, that's a, a lot to write. Um, so I will, I will, you know, read it, but X, like, I don't need to know all of that. I don't care. Like, I really don't care. I know that sounds really sad and really like, no, it's silly. Him, but 
I don't care about all of that. Like, like I had mentioned was just before, like that one intro, I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Like he's being cute and kind of interesting. Um, but honestly, and I really mean this and I'm sorry if this sounds really shallow. It's probably why I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. If you are decent and not like, if you're at least like a seven or something, six or seven, and you say, hi, how are you? I will probably message you back. Like, it's just the nature of the beast at this point. Like, I would do that if you're attractive. I'm like, oh, I'm good. How are you? Like, I don't need this whole novel from you. I don't need any of that. I just need a hi, how are you? Um, And like, I don't know when he's writing, when, when that guy wrote that type of, all that stuff, like, what is he thinking a girl wants to hear? You know what I mean? Like, are they thinking this is what the girl wants to know about me? So I'm going to tell her everything I think she wants to know about me. Like, what are they thinking? I don't get it. Even if that's all that you are, cool. But if you give somebody all that you are right up front on your first impression, you just listed 20 things, right? And you just mentioned 17 that somebody doesn't give a fuck about. And it's just like, that's stupid. Why do I need to know that? You're annoying. And it's but. a waste of time. It's, it's yeah. truly a waste of time. Sorry. Like, I hope you find whoever you're looking for, but I don't, it's not me. It's not me. All right. There's one on OkCupid that actually wasn't that bad. And I am going to read through it. I, def- I think I matched with him, but then I don't know where it went. So on my, on my OkCupid profile, one of the things I say is, um, I think it says like, please describe yourself or something. And I describe, I always describe myself as a girly tomboy because I am. Um, and so I wrote that on my profile. And then this guy, he writes me an intro. You don't look like a tomboy to me here. You look like a super cute gal I'd love to meet and play chess with and maybe beat. Oh, and then on my profile, I also say, because um, the prompt is, oh, one thing you could beat me at. And then I said, oh, one thing I could beat you at. And I say chess, probably not though, but I could try. And so that's why he said, oh, I'd love to play chess with you. And exactly what you said earlier, like those are the types of things where it's like, oh, okay, you read my profile. Yeah, that would be cool. Like, yeah, that's cute. Let's play chess or whatever. And um, does it's not repulsive. Like, it's just kind of like, okay, yeah, that, that works. So it's not all bad. I mean, it's like 99% bad, but the 1%, it's like, okay, yeah, it's not, it like gives me a little bit of hope. So um, I will end my side on that, but I know you're not going to end on a good note. <laughs> <laughs> but oh my gosh okay. I mean what is your last one here okay so first of all let me just put this out there that I am a huge lover of true crime and you'll often hear people who like true crime say that like if you look at like a serial killer's eyes you can literally see the evil behind them and I really do believe that like uh, eyes are like what is it the window to your soul yeah. right and so I just saw this soulless motherfucker. It was like, shit, when was I? I, I literally, I'm on this like really late at night sometimes because I got insomnia. Oh my gosh, he's so scary. Okay, so first of all, creepy as fuck. His name is SW, so he won't even list his whole name. So he's 41 and he says, you're beautiful. I'm very tall, 6'10", big, strong guy. Okay, fucking caveman. Then he's like, I loved your profile and wanted to say hello. And okay, I don't know. I I should just stop doing this. But sometimes people are so either repulsive or their intros are horrible. And I'm like, let me 
see the rest of your pictures, just to see like who who is like this person contacting me. And I'm like not lying. When I went to the next picture, it was like I was looking at fucking Ed Kemper, like 2.0. And he's like fucking tallest. But like everybody knows Ed Kemper is so big and tall. And that's why he was able to like um, dominate everybody who he came into encounter with. Like nobody could fight him off because he was just massive. So this guy is like hella massive. And then I go to the next picture and you guys, like, I can't even, I'm talking right now and I can't even look at my screen because he is like, it's hella up close picture of him. And it shows, oh, it shows like his collarbone and like his bald ass head. And he has like all these weird ass, like skin lesion. And, And he has these big ass, just chomper teeth. You know, those teeth you see at the dentist that are like the, the props, his teeth are like that and he's bald and his eyes are just so scary. Like they're so dark and cold and evil. And like, I swear to God, you guys, like I got this like scary ass feeling in my chest. Like my chest started tightening and my eyes started tearing up and I was so scared. This is like at 2.30 in the morning. And um, I have this, this friend that I talked to in, in the UK so I knew he was going to be up. So I sent him the screenshots and he's like, Christ, what the fuck is that? And he's like, he looks like an old baby. <laughs> like he just gonna... And it was just so scary. Like I was so scared. And like the rest of his pictures where he was just like standing up and you can see just how tall and like scary he is. I don't know. I'm just, and that creeps me out though. Cause like he won't even list his name. So it's like, why are you just putting these weird ass initials? And how are you going to be like, 610 big strong guy like it was just all about all and he like really scared me and um i've i've sent his picture to like a lot of my friends to see if maybe i was overreacting or whatever and i know i sent it to you jen and you were like ew like no and i'm like i show like my mom and she was like how scary is he and one of my friends was like yo all the clothes he's wearing are like the clothes of his victims like i it is what it is <laughs> My brother was like that. He fucking skins women alive. And then he goes home and watches like child pornography. Oh my God. Yeah. Like that's like how scary this guy, like his vibes are just, just like seeping through the phone. It was like, so yeah, yeah. So that's, that was, that's the way I'm going to end it. I don't have really any positives from OKQ because I haven't matched with nobody on that app. But again, like I said, I do like the setup. I wish they would give a free trial because I think maybe in the likes, there's a few cool people, but I just feel like the intros, we just haven't been lucky with them. Yeah. And I think that the intros are, it's, it is like, it's the first impression thing, right? And I think that we just have high standards when it comes to how, not one, how you look, but two, like how you come at us for your very first message to us, right? Like it needs to be good. Like, I can't even say that because a guy can be hot. He can be a 10 and just say, hi, how are you? And I'll be like, I'm good, right? So I, I there needs to be a fine balance here. Like if you're not a 10, then your intro has to be not scary or weird or any of that, right? <laughs> dating apps are making, are, are, I think we're, we're getting like dating apps fatigue at this point. Absolutely. Like at first... I'm not going to lie. Like at first we were like, 
This is actually kind of cool because we're going into it with like zero expectations, like totally nonchalant. And I feel like that quickly, quickly. Oh, man. <laughs> that just wasn't the case anymore. It just quickly turned a little bit sour. So yeah, you guys will, again, we will go into full detail in a couple of weeks when the full episode airs about our experience. But we just wanted to go through the OK Cupid intros because they were honestly, because we had both never been on it, I think it was a new experience for both of us to see how these intros kind of worked and to see what actually comes at us. Like I could have never expected what we've gotten over the past two, three weeks. Cause it's, it's crazy. If these intros are anything at the very least, they're entertaining. Like they're entertaining for us and our friends, but you don't want to be entertainment on these apps. You want to be like potential. So yeah, for sure. And there's, we're not, there is none on OkCupid. Well, except for that one last guy, but then it never went anywhere with me and him. So that's weird. But yeah, so like I said, tune in in a couple of weeks. Just keep tuning into our our Instagram and our Twitter, and we will make sure to let you guys know when that episode's coming because it's going to be basically what you heard right now times five because we have five apps to go through. <laughs> um, and we'll tell you guys what they are later. Obviously, you know, one of them is Hinge, but we'll go through the other ones later. Um, so for this episode, we actually don't have an interactive part, but we do have a double dose of celebrity, double old, kind of celebrity adjacent. They're kind of related. So um, uh, what is the first uh, thing going on pop culture this week that uh, we'd like to talk about, Tati? This, honestly, this situation is super depressing because it involves one of our favorite guys of all time. It's Brian Littrell from the Backstreet Boys. He is Jenna's favorite member. He is my second favorite member. And this motherfucker... Like, he has supported Trump before when Trump was elected in 2016. He's like, we just need to give him a chance. Whatever. B-Rock, he makes a video about one to two days after Trump was banned from Twitter, after the insurrection, and he goes, um, BT literal, find me on parlor. And he, like, made a video, and he was like, gotta go, like, the Backstreet Boys song. Um, And I'm like, how fucking dare you use our boys song to go and do this like Trump support and so the whole thing I think it actually goes a lot deeper than just like oh Trump was taken off Twitter let me like let me just shake shit up and like invite people to parlor no like so this happened on um January 9th or January 10th and January 9th January 9th is AJ's birthday yeah and AJ retweeted everybody's birthday shout out except Brian's Kevin posted a fucking article about losing a best friend to QAnon. And um, I guess Brian's wife, Leanne, wrote Rochelle, who is AJ's wife. She she commented on her Twitter on a tweet that she was like, oh, my God, it's so embarrassing or whatever happening in America is just crazy. I hate it here. And she was like, yeah, all the Antifa and Black Lives Matter people dressed up and posing as MAGA are making this look totally like horrible or whatever. Like Leanne said that. And the fact that they can say that, like this whole Antifa bullshit, fuck off. Because everybody that they're arresting right now, everybody that the, that the FBI is arresting, every single one of them are known white supremacists and known Trump supporters. Don't blame this shit on Antifa because nobody so far has been Antifa that they've arrested and put on blast. So that 
honestly, I'm really disappointed in Brian. Like it's like Backstreet Boys are our favorite, like that's just our favorite boy band. And like Backstreet Boys, I am, I can speak for myself. I am just so just completely and wholeheartedly in love with them. So for me to be like, Brian's canceled, like I have like my chest hurts thinking about it. Cause I never thought I would have to like think about that. Like, cause he's just so perfect in my eyes, but I mean, this like, it is really, it's a really sad situation for me personally, because I love him and I think he's great. And it's just really sad to see somebody that you love so much um, support someone so evil like that. How do you feel about that, Miss Literal? Well, I mean, maybe the first time I went to, well, so I never got to see the Backstreet Boys live until I saw them in Vegas when uh, we were there. And then I swear on my life, (laughs) <laughs> we were in the pit and I swear on my life that Brian said he loved me. And I like, pointed at you. He pointed, I have a video of it. If you guys want to see, I actually have it. And he said, I love you. And my 16 year old self, like completely melted and like died and went to heaven. Like it was, I was obsessed with Brian. Like the way people like loved Justin Timberlake and Nick Carter, which you did or whatever. Like that was me with Brian. Like I loved him, but like, Anyways, I've always known that he kind of like, you know, because of where he's from and everything and kind of like his background. Like, oh, he might, like Christian. Yeah, he might have those kind of leanings. And I'm like, you know what? I'll be whatever. I'm going to people can believe what they want to believe. That's fine. But I'm of the belief that I think Trump and MAGA has gone way too far beyond any kind of real Republican conservative beliefs. Like there's straight in loony land they're in an alternate reality they're brainwashed it doesn't make sense like it's a cult and so when i saw that he's it looks like he's a he's maga or q even q anon and i'm like are you kidding like i would respect like i'm trust me like i can respect if you have conservative republican beliefs that's fine like i get it but i know that the trump side is just far beyond um So when I saw that, I was like, man, that, that does make me sad. And like, if there's beef with the Backstreet Boys, then I'm really going to be sad. I'm like, no, I I think, I think this situation is actually super serious because people are like, they're saying they're, they're fucking selling their concert tickets and they're donating the money to like Black Lives Matter groups and they'll never support another album, never support another tour. So if people are going to be this mad when it comes to like ticket sales and like album sales, Brian fucked the Backstreet Boys up. And Backstreet Boys, they've made great ass money. Like people want to talk about NSYNC's the best boy band of all time, bitch. Backstreet Boys have consistently made records that always debut at top 10. Um, their tours always sell out. Their residency sold out almost all the shows. Like it was so good. And like, I think if Kevin's going to go and po- like post the article about losing a best friend to QAnon, I feel like this Brian situation is like serious and it's everything is so tense and heightened right now that I feel like it's like, maybe it's a Backstreet Boy list future. Oh my God, that makes me <laughs> sad. I know that makes me really sad, but actually that leads into our second part of celebrity, which is um, just obviously when this airs, it will be over, but the inauguration is happening this week. So a couple of things have happened. Um, but one of the biggest things that I saw this week was that, today is that Melania Trump as the first lady is not giving the traditional tour to the incoming first lady, Dr. Jill Biden. Um, 
as tradition, as a as part of the peaceful transfer of power, she's not going to do it. And when I saw that, I was like, look, I know that your husband is a piece of shit and the worst human being on this planet right now, but you can have a little bit of class and understand as a host, even that, okay, I need to do this. I may not like it, but I need to do this, right? Because it's a part of tradition. I don't need to be like him. I don't need to stoop to his level. I will be the one to, you know, welcome the Bidens into the people's house, the White House. But no, she's not going to do it because she's, she's, she's just dumb. Honestly, she's a fucking idiot. Like I was willing to give Melania's like a little bit of leeway. Like, okay, it's just your husband making all these stupid decisions and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, she has agency. She can make her own decisions and she decides not to because she's, She's a fucking punk, just like her husband and all of this. <laughs> it's true. So when I yo saw- that whole family is trash, throw them out. Like seriously. And you know what? A lot of times people make excuses for Melania, or like, like you said, they'll give their her leeway. Oh, they'll be like, listen, she's a prisoner. Yeah. You know, poor Melania. No, fuck that bitch. Because you know what? When she went to go to the ICE detention centers where the kids are being kept, and she had that jacket. What the fuck did that jacket I, say? Yeah, I, like, I don't. I really don't care. Yeah. Do I really don't care. Fuck you. You knew what the hell you was doing with that stupid ass jacket. I hate her. You know, and she don't even like Christmas. She messed up Jackie O's garden. All right. Fuck her times a thousand. She can go to hell. You know what? It's all good. Because Dr. Jill Biden's going to stroll up in there. I guess who's going to be there to show her. Oh, Michelle Obama. Because she was just there four years ago. So don't nobody need Melania. Actually, I saw that where... um as someone has suggested on Twitter, they're like, you know who is going to be there at the inauguration? Um, the Obamas, the Bushes, and the Clintons, right? And it's like, you know what? All three of them should just walk, just to just do <laughs> they it. Should, they should walk through the White House and then do a fucking TikTok and be like, squad goals. <laughs> like, that. like, seriously. And yes, we're adding fucking the Bushes in there because yeah. now that he's president like he's dope now i know right it's like yeah. you look back at george w bush and we're like you know what? he actually wasn't that bad and you know what have you have you seen like he does like children's drawings or something like that have you seen it like yeah yeah you sent me, you sent me you it. and i'm like yeah. compared to donald trump i mean we grew we were in high school when when bush was president right and obviously we were all we hated him but like now compared to what we have to go through the past four years, GW looks like a freaking angel. <laughs> Yo, like I remember I, I even said like a month into Trump's presidency, I was like, can Bush like can you just please come back for third term? I wasn't even asking for Obama. I was like, just bring Bush back. Like it is what it is. I mean it's yeah, it was I, I'm so glad that it's almost over. I am still slight, you know, hopefully. I'm scared, dude though. I'm like really I'm like, I'm actually really scared about the inauguration for sure. And you know what's crazy is like, like we lived through Obama's two inaugurations. Obviously we lived through it because we're not two. But um, anyways, like I remember being nervous about his inauguration because like I was scared he would potentially be assassinated because our country has so many fucking racist people. But I am triple times more scared about Biden because- The scariest thing about this situation, they're making sure there is an obscene amount of snipers to spot other snipers like MAGA snipers. Like how, if that doesn't say that we have a gun problem in America, I don't fucking know what else does. I know. Do you need snipers to cancel out the other snipers? Yeah. Uh, the civilian snipers? Come on, bro. No. I know. It's, it's, that's, that's scary. I just saw this video of, um, 
these people in Richmond, Virginia, um, marching on the Virginia Capitol, where, and they're wearing, like, straight-up army fatigue, and, like, like, have all of this, like, they have, like, I don't know what the hell they are, like, right, they have guns, they have oh, everything, they have grenades, I'm like, how do civilians have this type of stuff? No, America has so many problems, and that is like one of the top three. Yeah, it's the top. Like it's like it's baffling. It literally is because I remember when people would like talk to me in London, and I'm sure people talk to you in London about it. But they'd be like, "How is it with all these people with guns? Like, are you guys just so scared every time you go out that there's gonna be a shooting?" And I'm like, honestly, we're kind of numb to it because I go out all the time, don't think about no gun shooting, nothing. But guarantee you that, like, I've thought about it when there's been a sketch situation, like, oh, a gun's going to come out. And they probably just never think of it. Like, I know. We just grew up in it. And, and that's just, unfortunately, what it means, what it is to live in America these days. Um, or forever. That's how it's always been. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, hopefully the inauguration is okay. Um, again. Well, it's going to be like the Super Bowl 2.0 because Lady Gaga is going to be singing the national anthem. J-Lo is going to be performing. So I'm excited to see that. Yeah. And uh, Garth Brooks just got added. What? Yeah. Garth Brooks, his country ass? Yeah, the, the uh, I, I mean, I expected that for Trump, but I, I, I mean, that's kind of cool to hear that, I guess. But they're looking at it as like, I think the reason Biden reached out to him is because it's a way to bridge the divide, right? It's to unify the country. It's all of that. Yeah. I'm, honestly, I'm here for it. Either way, it's like symbolic, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Although I don't know if Garth Brooks has made a, a song in years, but I don't know. I don't listen to country. So, yeah, it's not country. That's just so. left. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm interested to. I, I'm gonna be watching the inauguration with close eyes and hope that nothing bad happens. So, uh, and again, this is this episode is gonna be uh, published after the inauguration. So hopefully, uh, everything we said here does not come true with it. Yes, and hopefully, um, the Backstreet Boys still perform. And oh my gosh. Please. We will, if, if they don't make it through, we're going to have to make an episode about how it drives us crazy that the Backstreet Boys are no longer. That is going to be a three-part episode. So <laughs> it'll, I'm a little, I will, I will literally just be in mourning for like three months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Three years. But yeah, we hope, again, we hope that you guys can keep tuning in because that episode where we give the full rundown on our experience in dating and in, back in the world of dating apps, um, we are going to go through it again, or not again, we're going to go through it and you guys can hear everything that we went through. It's going to be just like this, just more. Um, and I'm sure we'll get more intros, some more crazy intros that we'll have to go through, but we'll also go through all the other apps and all the crazy experiences we've gone through there. I will just say, and you guys can get prepared for it. My first week back on dating apps was the most eventful dating experience I've had in all of 2020 combined. Like I have never had anything like my first week of back on dating apps in 2021. So make sure you guys tune into that, uh, when it airs and, don't forget to follow us if you're not already on Instagram at you drive me crazy pod, um, as well as Twitter, which is YDMC pod again. Why? Because Twitter won't let you spell it out, but, um, that's what it is. YDMC pod, follow us over there and yeah, 
And make sure to stay tuned for our next episode to find out what drives us so crazy. It keeps us up all night. Bye.